We're going to talk about the Prop 12 ruling for California and how that might impact Arkansas. The Mississippi River levels are back in the news and so much more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Happy Thursday, gentlemen here. and ladies. We've got an audience I today. Gentlemen's uh, <laughs> ladies and Lady and gentlemen, how about that? Yeah, that works. <laughs> Careful, you're gonna mess yourself up. I know. Uh, I was just, I was just saying, like, we need a monitor, a live monitor or something. So if you're sitting in yeah. on the show, you can hear what we're hearing, which is. I thought you meant you need a keeper. Uh, also, also <laughs> yes. It's like a Ron Burgundy situation. Uh, Whatever's on the right. teleprompter, you'll read it. If That's it's right. if it's on here, buddy, it's coming out of my mouth. I can assure you. Uh, that's why I keep a tight lock on this. Trip. Yeah. Did you read what I'm going to read? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't think you did. Uh, I did not. I see, I see brisket. Yeah. That's all my eye went straight mm-hmm. to brisket and I'm hungry already. Uh, hungry and cold. How we record every one of these yeah. episodes. Food, um, cold temp inside the building or room. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start off by uh, saying hi. Hello. Uh, if you're listening or watching the podcast today, we are glad for you being here, as always. Um, Absolutely. It's that time of year where uh, folks are spending time in equipment and tractors, and um, they like to listen. Uh, we were having, I was having lunch with one of our faithful listeners um, earlier this week, yep. and he mentioned, you know what? Yeah, he's talked to both of us about this podcast many times, um, and he said, I got a. I've got a confession to make. Oh, I've never watched it. I have no idea what the set looks like, and I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, I think we've got more people who exclusively listen than than we probably realize. Yeah, yeah I talked to was talking to some family over the weekend about the same thing. I was like, man, I was just thinking. He's a farmer, uh-huh. and he was saying that you know when he listens to it, he, he he's not watching it. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I was like, "Well, that makes complete sense." Most of our customers are not customers, but people that are listening are going to be in their tractor or their vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Harvest will be a combine. And well, and when you look at us, it's easier. It is hard to, to look just at us. Listen, so uh, <laughs> yeah. easier on the eyes, certainly. To <laughs> you got a voice for podcasts, else. not so much face <laughs> for it. Uh, anyway, I will also want to welcome. You notice we said, uh, "Lady and gentlemen." Again, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome, Katie Parker, our welcome. marketing intern for the summer. Um, Katie is with us in studio today, mm-hmm. um, and we are very glad to have uh, you with us. Uh, Katie's from Carlisle. Uh, she's an ag business student at uh, Arkansas State University, go Red Wolves. And uh, yeah, here with us for the summer. And so glad to have you. Thanks for being here. Uh, and <clears throat> I'm going to give you guys a recommendation. Okay. And if you've spent any time around me, I'm sorry because I've you've probably heard me talk about this. Right. It is hard. Um, but if you do subscribe to Disney Plus, mm-hmm. yep. man, that new Muppet 
series called <laughs> Muppet Mayhem. Did you think he was going to say that? You didn't know where uh, I was I headed. did not know where he was going you with that. Where I was headed. I was like, I was didn't I kind of thought it was going right, to be Star Wars there for Muppets, a second. And then, then I was not expecting that. Let me explain that. myself. Okay. We're fans uh, of music. We started today when we got in here talking about music. Mm. It's all about music. So the, the premise is there's this Muppet band, which I'm sure has made appearances in other Muppet movies or whatever. Totally. Dr. Teeth. And the Electric Mayhem is yeah. the name, I think. Yeah. Anyway, they're like, you know, in their 50s or whatever, but they've never recorded an album, and they're going to record an album. But, I mean, oh, like Chris sweet. Stapleton, <clears throat> uh, uh, Stephen Mar, uh, Ziggy Marley, like, I'm to, uh, Zed, like, all these, like, now musicians yeah. are in there. Hmm. So it's like a mockumentary sort of. Well, that's um, great. But it it is very entertaining. We wouldn't, have watched all ten episodes in my house. Wasn't one of the Muppets like they call him Animal? Animal, yeah, is the that's, drummer. That's why I was yeah, going to say Animal's he's the drummer. You, you probably most identify with him then. Oh, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, <laughs> the resemblance—it's <laughs> uncanny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm telling you, it's it's really it's really entertaining, really funny. Yeah. There's 10 30 minute episodes. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, we we enjoyed that over the weekend at my house. Um, yeah. So I know. Well, that's uh, Anthony. Maybe would relate more to the tunes or yeah. racket than you uh, know, Anthony the story really line, likes but. anything sports on TV. Yeah. He yeah. is glued to it, and we end up talking about European football quite a bit yeah, after the yeah. podcast, and that's what we watch Saturday and Sunday morning. Heck this yeah, weekend. man, that's the way to do it. And been watching Ted Lasso. So oh, yeah. Gets yeah. Me in the mood. Somebody yeah. asked me, I got a call from my buddy yesterday, he's like, how are they going to wrap this up? There's one episode left, and I had to dig around, and they're doing 12. There's three more episodes. Okay. That counting last night. So okay. I still don't know how they're going to do it in three episodes. I, don't I still know haven't I mean, started You're not watching. I still haven't started it. Still haven't started it. But you Let me will. tell you about it. Oh, I'm, oh, totally. No, he, no, he's been through the first two seasons. He's just waiting. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this season. The third season to back haven't done this Katie, one do you watch Ted Lasso? Yeah. So you yeah. may be like me. I like to wait till that season's done and then watch it. That's, yeah. That's you know? what And I messed up with Ted Lasso, actually. I thought it was done and started it, and then I got like, four episodes in and i was oh yeah no. this is the first yeah. season i've had to wait week to week well uh, uh nice cups by the way oh thanks you know thanks for hooking a guy up yeah so. we uh oh yeah jason oh, you have a coffee cup there don't you a paper coffee cup he must like me more than he likes you because jason gave me this bottle last week um well we're we're still working on some things, but um, <laughs> it's all right. We do have uh, we do have these nice uh, Arkansas AgCast branded Nalgene bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, Technically, I'm still behind the scenes, so I get well, it. It's all good. Uh, yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> um, I will tell you. Well, he used to be at the table in the first few podcasts y'all did, right? Yeah, he did. Man. He did back in the day. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> Here he is hanging and calling me out for it. Uh, so. Maybe we'll have an episode for those who do watch where just every once in a while I'll be wearing something different. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, it pops over for here. Sure. We'll just see how that goes. So it's all you good. Sh- you should. Um, well, let me see. Uh, a couple programming notes here. Um, we were we are taking off next week um, officially from the normal version of the podcast uh just know that um we 
uh, we're traveling. Brian and I are traveling. Matthew's traveling. I don't know what Max is doing. Oh, this but, is news to me. Uh, oh, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for the invite, sorry, man. Thought, where y'all going? Uh, so maybe I want to go. Yeah, Doesn't feel no, good, does it? No, it? A ghost tour is going to be involved. A ghost tour? Yeah. How about wow. that? Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're out on that? <laughs> I'm not crazy about that. It's like scary movies. I don't understand why people like watch scary movies. Yeah. yeah. Why do you want to scare yourself that bad? Like, yeah. I watch movies for like entertainment, entertainment value. Take load off stress and stuff, but not I can neither nice. confirm or deny, but I'm pretty sure Teddy Ruxpin's going to be on this tour. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just chatting at you. A little inside joke. There, uh, so. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to take off next week uh, for the AdCast, but what's really exciting is the following week, we're going to introduce a new element of the show. Uh, it's it's an AdCast deep dive. So these are going to be uh, sort of extra episodes. They won't take the place of the normal show every week uh, where we take a closer look at topics that are important to you, the, our listeners. Um, we've, we've had a lot of interest in this. We've had a lot of comments about, hey, I, I like that story. I wish you would talk more about it. So we're listening to that feedback and going to do more on that. Yeah. You're going to host the first uh, episode. Yeah, of I'm deep uh, dive. Incredibly, incredibly excited about that opportunity yeah. that you've uh, stowed on me. So, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I think these will be really good. I think that'll be yeah. interesting. I think our listeners would like to learn a little bit more about the, you know, the surface level information we're able to give them here. Uh, and those deep dives will really be able to dive deep into uh, those particular topics. Yeah, that first ep- that first edition is going to be on the beef cold storage story that you covered last week yep. with the input from Jake. Yeah, uh, Jake and I talked uh, earlier in the week, and he's actually anticipating we we're gonna we we're talking about doing that in place of next week, but mm-hmm. he's anticipating USDA catching up on their data release. Yeah. Um, so so we're gonna hold on that. Uh, yeah, it'll until be a- a little bit more up to date. The following week. Yeah, exactly. So a little bit more data driven too. So anyhow, look out, keep an eye out for the AdCast deep dives. Um, some other titles that we're going to work on. Uh, you guys, your department uh, releases uh, Ag Insiders. Yes. Um, which is uh, sort of the idea is this is, it's a white paper type kind of uh, report that you guys put out on many different topics. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll try and uh, have deep dives on those. Uh, like you're you're working on some coming up on the different titles of the farm bill. Yeah, yeah, we've got that in the works uh, right now. Uh, and then, I mean, kind of the hope is to dive into each one of those titles in the farm bill and just kind of explain in English. Let's put it that way, yeah. the most simple terms, that, because that farm bill is huge, yeah, and complicated. So what I think will be cool is if you read and the Ag Insider on the fourth title, let's say, there'll be a link in there. When you get done reading and you say, hey, go listen to Johnny Mac and, and Tyler talk about the fourth yep. title of the, yep. uh, of the Farm Bill. So and if you want to see those, they'll be at ARFB.com. Yeah, just Ag look Insider. for the Ag Insider tab. So anyhow, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, just a reminder that next week is Memorial Day uh, weekend. Um, and I uh, hope. You guys have some good food planned. We won't get in that today because we spent so much time talking about Muppets. Um, <laughs> but uh, a good long weekend to everybody since yeah. we won't be on on uh, the show next week. And then uh, a last reminder, the last time you'll hear us talk about this, but the, uh, 
Uh, Arkansas Farm Bureau Foundation trap shoot registration closes May 26th, uh, which is just a few days away. Um, next week, uh, the event will take place on June 9th in Jacksonville. You're, yep. you're putting a team in, certainly. There will we be are. a number of 4-H and FFA students and, and high school shooting teams there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want you to put a team in, too, if you think you've got what it takes. How Absolutely. many people are on a team, do you know? There's five of us. So I'm assuming every other team is like that. But yeah. I, I don't know. I'd have to ask Amanda, do they do individual competitions too? No, it's just the teams. Just the teams, Matthew. Yeah. So, yeah. Shoot off at the end. Oh, okay. End for the That's cool. Shooters. Yeah. 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 I remember last year. You'll be there. You'll be in that. Oh, yeah. No, no <laughs> doubt. I mean, come <laughs> I on. I think you'll be there. Now, they had two kids last year. Uh, uh, out of, I think you get 25 shots first round, 25 the next time. And they didn't miss any. Oh my god! And they shot out until, and I don't remember how long it went. It went long enough to where we just finally left. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, y'all can keep shooting yeah. if you want to. We're going to get some. Congratulations! Money. Yeah, so. exactly. But yeah, so sign up for that. I'm sure you can do that at arfb.com. Uh, and I guess we should probably get in the news. Matthew's giving us the eyeball like you guys have been just chatting. Yeah, we're we're past the thirty minute mark already. <laughs> <laughs> at least walking into the studio yeah all right you want to kick us yeah off? yeah let's go ahead so uh this past week or last week we reported i think while we were recording about <laughs> yeah. proposition 12 yeah uh and so cauliflower cauliflower california's proposition 12 uh animal housing law was upheld in the supreme court last week as we mentioned last week the u.s supreme court upheld proposition 12 in a five to four decision SCOTUS uh, found that the law was not un- unconstitutional and does not violate the court's dormant commerce clause precedents. Proposition 12, or California's Prevention of Animal Cruelty to Farm Animals Act, builds on Proposition 2 from 2008. This measure banned keeping hens, calves, and pigs in cramped cages, but didn't define the size requirements for cages and did not apply to out-of-state farmers. However, with new Proposition 12, specific cage requirements are defined and will apply to out-of-state farmers who sell eggs, veal, and pork in California. Oh, wow. So Proposition 12 just kind of puts the – adds more to it, more specifics. So if you're in the supply chain going to California – Yeah, even you if you're in Arkansas here. and you're wanting to sell your products, pork, uh, cat, or veal, or eggs, you're going to have to uh, – be in these requirements to be able to sell in the state of California. Okay. Um, There's been two lawsuits by national agricultural groups claiming that Prop 12 sales ban violates the Constitution's dormant commerce clause by placing an undue burden on out-of-state veal and pork producers. Back in March, SCOTUS granted a writ of Satoria. Did I pronounce that right? Uh, Yes. Okay. Petition submitted by the National Pork Producers Council, or NPPC, in the American Farm Bureau Federation, AFBF, in National Pork Producers Council versus Karen Rose. Or that's Ross, Karen mm-hmm. Ross. Under the Dormant Commerce Clause theory, the Commerce Clause of the U.S. Constitution not only gives Congress the power to regulate interstate trade, but also forbids state economic regulations from purposefully discriminating against out-of-state economic interests. Interesting. While not disagreeing that the law may impose substantial new costs on out-of-state pork producers who wish to sell their products in California, the court rejected the petitioner's contention that the court's dormant commerce clause case suggests an almost per se 
rule forbidding enforcement of the state laws that have the practical effect of controlling commerce out of the state, Mm. even when those laws do not purposely discriminate against out-of-state interests. The court also rejected the petitioner's alternative argument that the Dormant Commerce Clause prevents a state from regulating the sale of an ordinary consumer good within its own borders on non-discriminatory terms if the law's burdens are clearly excessive in relation to the putative local benefits. Mm. Also, uh, I wanted to note that the Biden administration showed concern that the dish- this decision would disrupt the nation's pork market. So okay. uh, this has pretty big impacts on pork producers and the input costs that are going to occur on this uh-huh. and more than likely is going to push more or higher retail or yeah retail prices on consumers for this rule. And it's just odd, according to a state's rules and regulations, that the rest of the country is going to have to abide by this. Abide by this, yeah. Yeah, and that's what this commerce uh, clause was there for in federal law, was to prevent things like this happening. Yeah. But the Supreme Court somehow decides that it's not in effect here. Yeah, well, I think think we'll have uh, additional uh, content resources coming in the the next – few weeks and yeah. days um, to kind of help understand and outline the impact for Arkansas producers here. Um, so keep an eye out, but thanks for bringing that. Yeah, uh, that absolutely. was a good one. We Unfortunately, we couldn't expand on that last week because it was happening as we were here. Yeah. Um, next, this story comes from Farm Progress via Mary Hightower at the U of A System Division of Agriculture. Uh, we're going to talk about Mississippi River levels and how those are impacting soybean bases. Something that you maybe should be reporting instead of me. Yeah, I kind of thought you stole this from me. Provide some insight. Uh, As opposed to our reporting in the fall when river levels were at record lows and causing issues with basis, now we're seeing similar issues with basis but with high water levels thanks to uh, melting snowpack, according to Hunter Byram, extension economist for the uh, U of A. Uh, Byram uh, recommends soybean producers take a wait-and-see approach to contracting this spring until the river is done carrying the snowpack downstream. Uh, he notes that the record low levels last year uh, left grain elevators with a heavy backup of inventory on hand, uh, mainly because of the increased cost to transport that yep. commodity. Uh, now with areas in Minnesota breaking 30-year-old uh, snowfall records, the river is seeing high levels, uh, sometimes flooding along its uh, w- winding path. Uh, as of earlier this month, nearly 30 river gauges, and I think there's 30, 71, or at least as this story reference in, in total, nearly 30 of those showed major to moderate flood stages for the river. Uh, these high levels can limit barge traffic, uh, preventing grain and empty barge transport. Uh, it's an interesting flip uh, to see high river levels uh, causing similar issues mm-hmm. as last fall's low river levels. And Byram says that as river levels fall, the relatively strong basis should return in the Mid-South. Uh, we'll continue watching this yep. and keeping an eye out and reporting as needed. But I think that snow has already began to to melt to a degree. We'll talk about it here mm-hmm. in a minute. But I think um, the Dakotas and especially central Minnesota mm-hmm. uh, have reached the point where they are sort of feel like they're out of winter finally. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I saw something on DTN about this a few weeks ago, and I think you and I discussed it a little bit. There might have been something else going on that we reported on, but yeah. Uh, so I've been I've been watching this, and then last year we we dealt with the last fall, uh-huh. not even six months ago, we dealt with the complete opposite problem. Yeah, you know that flooding hadn't come down to us yet, 
compared to what it is up there, but yeah, you never know. I mean, something to watch out. We crossed the river there at Moralton over the weekend and had crossed it last year in the middle of that drought. Yeah. And it was amazing to see. You didn't realize how low. I mean, the water was low. You couldn't even get to that grain facility right yeah. there. But to see the water, and it's honestly it still looked kind of low. Like, I still think we're waiting on some of that water. I know that's the Arkansas, but I yeah. still think we're we're still waiting on some of that water to get back down um, to this part of the country. All right. Well, let's take a short break from the news to hear a reminder about keeping rural roads safe during planting season. Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment, especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. It's so important that we work together to keep each other safe on the roads. You may find yourself on the road with a farmer moving hay this time of year, and right now we're seeing those row crop implements too. Let's just all be sure to help one another cultivate safe roads. Now let's get back to the news. All right. It's my turn, huh? Yeah, it is. All right. So uh, uh, Southern Ag Today, you've heard us uh, report different articles from them. They're they're a good source of information, especially economic information. Absolutely. Uh, So this one comes from uh, Dr. Anderson. Uh, so Southern Ag, our Southern Ag Today reports that brisket prices are going up. It looks like Jake Cartwright's prediction last week of the beef and cold storage is uh, pretty spot on. Yeah, he's but, on it. Uh, so last week we reported that beef and cold storage in inventory was decreasing, and evidence from Jake showed that this would soon cause retail prices at the grocery store to increase. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Dr. David Anderson, who was a professor and extension economist at Texas A&M Extension or Agri Life Extension, published a great article on this uh, on this website, stating why beef brisket prices are going up. For the he I quoted him here saying, for the year through the week ending May thirteenth, beef production is down four point seven percent compared to last year. Mm-hmm. Steer slaughter is four point seven percent below last year, and heifer slaughter is 03 percent more than last year. The number of cattle going uh, to market is important for briskets because each animal only has two. Ah, uh, good to know. Uh, and uh, these briskets are a cut that is often sold as a whole primal. They're not mm-hmm. processed in, in any way. In mm-hmm. addition, steer and heifer dressed weights are below a year ago, so total pounds of brisket available is further reduced. Dr. Anderson mentioned that prime grade briskets were up $2.43 per pound for the week of May 12th. And even though the price is down $0.06 cents over the last three weeks, it's 16% higher than the first of the year and 11% higher than a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, beef in general. Yeah, like and Prime's already the most expensive yeah, exactly. grade you can get. Choice, branded, and select quality grade briskets prices have seen similar increases compared to a year ago as well. You know, it's kind of yeah. all across the board. Yep. 
Dr. Anderson uh, here again says, since February, prime briskets have commanded that commanded the highest price in the market. That price strength is likely related to slightly fewer cattle grading prime and more choice than a year ago. Many smaller high high end barbecue restaurants source prime branded briskets due to their cooked qualities. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why it's so expensive at barbecue restaurants because you're, you're they're, they're buying those prime, not the choice ones you and I buy at the grocery store, huh? Yeah. Don't get Matthew started on that. He goes on to say that smaller beef supplies and decreased slaughter will keep pressure on higher prices. Restaurants will incur higher prices and could possibly push that to the cons- to the customer, but it will be difficult due to consumers' lack of willingness to pay for such high prices due to our current status of our economy. Yeah. Uh, fears of recessions and stuff like that. Maybe less uh, money in the household to be able to spend on things like that. RFD had a segment um not not on this, but just on beef prices in general. A, a couple of weeks ago, I like to listen to their program on uh, SiriusXM, and yeah. and and they they had this conversation about pork markets becoming stronger for farmers because they felt like maybe we had hit that end of the line for consumers willing to to you know pony up for, yeah. the, for the beef prices like yeah. they like they have been yeah um, especially as we turn to summer with more cookouts and. You know, you're feeding more people. You're buying more at once. That pork price can be a little bit friendlier. Yeah, and we've, um, we've talked about this before, but even with COVID, it seemed like people were just still spending money even yeah. after it. And uh-huh. it's like, where's all this money come from? When's this bubble going to pop eventually? Yeah, and yeah. this this may be maybe headed that the, direction. Those times. So. Well, uh, I can tell you, I like a good brisket, but. Man, they're hard to cook. I've got one in my freezer right now from Michael Lee. I've been wanting to cook. Yeah, so maybe maybe Memorial Day weekend we'll see. Well, I'll tell you that's a good option. Uh, is that that direct to consumer farmer who can sell these because um, they may be a little less impacted by this overall sort of inventory supply chain. Yeah, they're they're going to be able um, to control their own inventory. You know what I've got from him is a, a rack of beef ribs. Ooh. I, I have learned that I I can cook a beef rib better and easier than a brisket i would so agree. I've sort of turn my attention away from the, from they, the they're, they're just as good if not better, oh man you know? it's a steak on a bone you've seen them where on the internet they take them and they put them in like bread yeah and make a big sandwich of them with the bone still on it just wrap it up it and pull the bone out of it <laughs> i saw some tacos uh like that the oh, really day, so yeah mm. anyway oh, man i'm getting hungry all right. So you guys talked about Memorial Day anyway. I know. So. <laughs> maybe you should do your brisket for Memorial Day. I might. I think we might be out of town though. Oh, okay. I well, can't. I can't. That's a that co- that's friends. a time that's commitment, man. It is. This is. I think this is just a flat. I don't think it's a whole brisket. Oh, okay. So you're so, not talking like twelve, thirteen hours. I hope not. Yeah, the flat's the best part. Yeah. So, all right. Well. Rounding out the news today, we're going to combine planning progress with the first uh, WASDE report from this year. I, that's not true. The May WASDE report, I should say. Yeah. Um, let's give the broader outlook for corn first. We're going to take this uh, crop by crop. Uh, taking a look at the May WASDE, USDA estimates corn planted this marketing year will be up 4% over last year at 92 million acres uh, usda forecasts that just over 84 million acres of that corn will be harvested uh, with an average yield of 181 and a half bushels per acre in arkansas we've planted 93 percent of the corn crop 77 percent has emerged nearly 75 percent of the crop is rated good to excellent uh, as of this week so we'll see how we fare in that uh, in that yield uh, average 
Uh, as of this report, USDA uh, estimates farmers will plant 87.5 million acres of beans this season, uh, which would be unchanged from 2022. Mm-hmm. That said, those acres were up 5% from 2020, um, 2022 acres, I mean. Uh, and yields expect to increase this year over last with 52 bushels per acre being the expectation, up 2.5 bushels per acre over last year. Uh, hard to believe that the national average is over 50 bushels an acre now. Yeah, uh, Technology sure has brought us a long way mm-hmm. uh, on soybeans. Uh, U.S. soybean farmers are projected to produce just over 4.5 billion bushels this year, uh, well above last year in the five-year average, probably, again, according to that, um, just based on that yield uh, growth. Uh, in Arkansas, we've planted 57% of the crop, 36% has emerged, 70% of that crop is rated good to excellent. Uh, moving on, U.S. farmers are expected to plant just over 11 million acres of cotton this year, uh, which is an 18% drop over last year. Of those acres, USDA expects uh, just a little more than 8.5 million acres to be uh, harvested based on historical abandonment, yet slightly improved soil, mo- soil moisture in the southern plains. Mm-hmm. Uh, USDA expects 10% yield drop on cotton to 854 pounds per acre, down about 9% over the five-year average. So 10% down over last year, 9% overall in the five-year. Here locally, more than half the cotton acres have been planted, and a quarter has emerged. Uh, There's no crop condition to report for cotton in Arkansas. All right. Rice is not included in the WASDE report, as we know, but we'll obviously report that here on the show. We've seen three-quarters of the state's rice crop planted. Over half has emerged. Uh, So far, just under 70% is rated good to excellent. Uh, We also have over half of the peanut crop planted. A quarter has emerged. And finishing up with planting progress, the first hay cutting, which would be harvest progress, not planting progress, I guess, but the first hay cutting is up nearly a quarter percent. Uh, or 25% complete. Um, we've had several days when rain was in the forecast but failed to ever realize. Um, yesterday was one of those. Uh, I'm sure we can credit those dry days for so much progress yeah. in planting across the board. Wrapping up the May WASD is the first real look at the crops across the country. The anticipated report uh, shows some bearish signs for corn and soybeans as of now, but there's still a lot of time for things to change, especially – uh, with winter just now exiting the Dakotas and part of Minnesota, as we mentioned earlier. And a shout-out to Brent Nelson, economist at AFBF, for providing some insight into some of these uh, numbers as well. well you um, look at the peanut crop. That's in the state? or is yeah, that, yeah, that's in the state. I guess that kind of shows kind of the small state. WASD doesn't cover that. Yep. Uh, if, when we just reported on peanut progress the first time last week, week before, uh-huh. and now uh-huh. it's almost done. Yeah, I know. I know. So, it's been rolling. So uh, that's interesting uh, to see there. But, yeah, anyway, we're, cool. we're moving right along, uh, starting to see sprayers. Saw a lot of planes last couple of weekends out and about. Um, before too long, it'll all be in the ground. Yeah, we're going to – we're going to go back to Helena for Memorial Day weekend, so I'll, I'll bring back a report of what I saw on the highway. Please do. Please do. Uh, do you go – do you get off at Palestine weekly? Go, like go forward? I was literally just talking to somebody about this the other day. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I have been together almost 10 years now. Mm-hmm. 
and we would take the the Bisco exit. Oh, yeah. And yeah. take that terrible highway. Uh, well, from, the Wheatley isn't much better. Yeah. But. So finally I just said, no, I'm not doing this anymore. The traffic mm-hmm. on the interstate, one, is terrible. Mm-hmm. And then that highway was awful. So we ended up just going through Stuttgart for a long time. Really? It's extra 15 minutes, but worth it. it's worth it. That's kind of like taking nothing. 64 over to Memphis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I – I guess during turkey season, I got I was in a hurry trying to get down there, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to take the interstate. Yeah, they redid that Bisco Highway. Yeah, yeah, it's huh. nice, nice, real nice. I, I may do that next time, just for you. We usually go. Yeah, to just, they knew yeah, John McMahon was coming. <laughs> got that new baby in tow. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, that's all for the news, and I guess that's it for the show. So we'll yeah see you guys later. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> You know, he wasn't going to let it shut down just yet. <laughs> no, he wasn't. You guys loved last week so much. I thought we'd continue on some of that. Yeah. You know, we're all about policy here. So, and, yeah. and a lot goes into that, and uh, for very good reason. Yeah. Um, I found some more gems from other states. You and I got a question about that the other day. Can't ride yeah. a horse down Main Street on Tuesday past nine o'clock. <laughs> exactly. While so it's eating kind of, ice cream. It, all of this has, it's some state policy that was written years ago that just never has been taken, taken out. off the yeah. books or so uh i have a few more for you this week okay yeah. so Good. let's have some fun all right let's i'm do. excited uh it's not trivia <laughs> it is wild. trivia oh it is it is uh, it's not riddles oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> maybe you could just say it's trivial so, oh okay uh, i see you in florida in. so we're going to florida first okay. all right let's do it only on sundays okay it is illegal for a single woman to do what? Mm. I don't know that that's any of my business. <laughs> walk alone. Cook fried I'd chicken. Walk down the sidewalk on, alone. No. Skydive. <laughs> <laughs> it's random. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why they singled that out is random. single women, but, I mean, clearly yeah. there's yeah. something happened there. They don't Was that. there a, a problem with? The number of single women that were jumping I, out of planes on, and on Sundays. On yeah. Sunday, I just I don't understand. But just there's a story there. There's someone could write, uh, like, and at least an incredible blog of all the things behind all this. Yeah. What were the sure. single men doing on Sundays in Florida <laughs> back then? I don't know. Staying on the ground. I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's go to California. Okay. This. Bound to get weirder. In California, you can't legally buy a mouse trap without having. What? Oh, that's a driver's license for sure. <laughs> Think so. <laughs> uh, a permit from the state. Oh man, you're that's getting closer. Very likely, you're getting closer. <laughs> uh, what's something else like a permit? Mm, a piece of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a shotgun. A hunting license. A hunting, a hunting license. license. That sounds. Which I, makes I mean, me wonder if that's believable. how. You know that so, movie. So, so the Game and Fish, or the uh, Commission of Natural Resources in California, manages and regulates their rat killing? I guess so. You know, that movie Mouse Hunt, my daughter growing up, she loved that movie. <laughs> mm, and, yeah. and it was great, but yeah. it makes me wonder if it, it was spawned by this. It was no Muppets. But. Okay. And since we're getting ready to go to Georgia next week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in Georgia, it's illegal to eat what with a fork? Peach. Soup. Pizza. 
soup. <laughs> Pizza, you say? Yeah. That's a, this is he's opening up something. <laughs> fried not. fried chicken. Fried chicken. You cannot eat fried chicken. That's, with that's appropriate. So all right, that I stand by that. That so, brings up questions. Okay, I mean, all right. So if you're in like a, I would say more than a professional setting. Mm-hmm. A dinner or a, a banquet, and you're wearing a suit or you know something real nice like that, mm-hmm. and they serve fried chicken. Yeah. Are yeah. you just picking it up and eating it like a normal person, or are you? Oh, that's well, a tough uh, question. Cut this with my knife. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's a weird deal. I. That's a good question. Do you do you have an answer for that? I don't, but you know, clearly, John can uh, join in with me here. Uh-huh. If there's Anymore, especially with the beard. Oh, yeah. This is if there's fried chicken, I'm not going to, especially if I'm in a suit, I'm not going to sit there and pick that up and eat it like yeah. that. It's, yeah. It's all for it. But, I, I mean, I've done that in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I've had people just pick pick that fried chicken up and eat it. Yeah. You right. Know, and right. Like, well, well, unless I just want to be the life of the party and just be like, what? Yeah. And you just have it all over me. I don't care. Yeah. I, th- you know? I think in that scenario you're talking about, you've got to go fork and knife. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I, then what about no, pizza? Matthew says no. What about pizza? I'll, I'll do pizza hey, with a It fork. depends on how, honestly, the temperature is what delegates whether what or not I use it. If it's so hot, like, I got to have a fork. We had pizza here two days ago, and I ate it with a fork because same reason. Yeah. So. Well, it's funny you say that. I did it because I'm, you know, eating in front of colleagues and, and other people. I'm exactly. like, I don't want to just be, you know, st- stuffing this big slice of pizza in my mouth. and exactly. Ranch or no ranch? Oh, I went ranch. Yeah, I did ranch too. Is that they a, had hey, is that look, a southern they thing? They brought they brought like the medium sized cup. Yeah, did did you ranch? Get a ranch? Three of them full of ranch. Dressing. All right, my last question, and then we can be done. <laughs> so, is it? I've got a buddy that's different here, and I disagree with him wholeheartedly. Okay. The ranch you get like at a restaurant, like yeah. you make the ranch. Yeah, right? uh-huh. you can do it right. at home. Uh-huh. Right, or do you like the ranch out of the bottle at the grocery store better? One, two. Three. Homemade. Homemade. There you go. Brad, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and you always will be. Now, what do <laughs> we you buddy, eat but, you know. out of the box? Yeah. yeah. Just right. because right. we can't use it's easier. go through it's, it. Sure. Time. It doesn't but, taste yeah. as good, though. Yeah, but yeah. it's not the way to do it. We make all our dressing now. Yeah. All of it. Really? All of it. Okay. Salads, everything we've got. Yeah. Just bottles of oils Vinaigrettes, and stuff. Vinaigrettes. Whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. So much better. Yeah, so it is. Better. And better for you, right? Um, but yes, ranch does belong on pizza. Yeah. Belongs on it, or are you no, dipping like with, with it, it <laughs> dipping. You know, come on. I'm looking. Although at I the, do like a bacon cheeseburger pizza. <laughs> bacon. I'm looking at How Matthew's expression as oh, he's, he is like so guys, frustrated with this. We are just going, right going. But you know, going. he wants to give his opinion too. Oh, he he's already given it a while ago. <laughs> He's like guilty as charged. Yeah, we're long. Uh, all right. Well, I guess with, I guess that ought to do it. That wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas iCast and taking the time to watch and listen. We're thankful for that. Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. Yeah, the Arkansas iCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. And I'm John McMinn. And we'll see you next week.